At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Thursday night. My guy Sean King is all ready to go yes, to I see am. his beloved Duke Blue Devils. He's going to be surfing like the Blue Devil on top of the student section on Friday on Saturday night. We'll have to check it out. Uh, so a short and abbreviated show for you, sir. Going to head out. Got a got a flight to catch there from absolutely uh, from the old. Uh, yes, let's get her done. By the way, I. You know, we only start this show with the important stuff. Right. And I feel like, you know, we've become a family. You know, you, me, Aaron, everyone behind the scenes, Taylor, Nick, our listeners, our viewers. Sean King today, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Got a mobile app for gambling. (laughs) I mean, this is historic news. I'm sure you'll still come in with your paper tickets but there are times when I'll t- when I'll say, "Hey, you should bet this," and you say, "I couldn't get to the book in time." And now you don't have an excuse. I applaud you, sir. Thank you. It only took you Thank the you. entire football season, but hey, small victories. And I just tried to hit sin. <laughs> I was on my phone on the San Francisco game money line. Oh. I forgot that I hadn't placed it yet, but it said the game started. Oh, oh my goodness. But I can in-game bet it now that I have the app, right? We're getting there. Yes, you do. Okay. You can. You All can right. in-game get bet it. So, so. hopefully St. Mary's, Mary's will start on a 5-0 run. <laughs> I get a better number on San Francisco. I mean, I'd prefer to just be, you know, 115 to nothing. That well, can be... I get my play in first and then, like, it kind of go that direction? <laughs> sure. How about that? That I'm works. Man. That works. I'm but, uh, I'm I need very, to have my back. I'm very happy for you. Uh, we got a lot going on tonight. Um a lot of college basketball, a lot of NBA, big, uh, big NBA game going on. And this is why, and JVT is going to join the show a little bit later on. You can listen on your drive to the airport. But this is why I haven't gotten into uh, betting the NBA just yet. Because I looked at Philly and Milwaukee, and still time to, uh, to, for bo- the Bucks to come back. I'm looking at this game. I didn't really love it with laying the six and a half with Milwaukee. But like, ah, Milwaukee's going to win this game, right? They're at home. They're playing Philadelphia. Yeah. They were uh, just moments ago. They were down double digits. They've yeah. cut the deficit down to six. Yeah. But uh, I need to stay away from the NBA. Guess what I have bit. tonight? Sixers money line. Do you? Yes. There you go. I did Sixers money line and paired it with Rockets money line. 
Ooh. They're like eleven point dogs at the Clippers. Oh, I'm, I was looking at I was looking at yesterday's numbers. I'm like, oh, they just lost. Uh, All right, we'll see. Yeah, Hopefully, but, the Sixers can hold on. They're up almost twenty. Yeah, they're up. Uh, they're up eight right now. But a big game, a huge I second took, quarter. I took Arizona State money line tonight too. They're up six at the half. Why? You were like Jaden Daniels hit the transfer portal, so this terrible basketball team. Well, will if you rally. really look a little closer, they the, stink. The terrible attacks to Arizona State probably is from earlier. They stink in the season. They've been competitive. They beat UCLA. They stink. Uh, they took Arizona down to the wire. I mean, they're up right now. So yeah. hey, I hope it comes home for you. All right, we'll see. Um, Can't believe I missed the San Fran bet. Well, hey, Aaron, hey, you guys, give me a, a update too on the San Fran St. Mary's game, so I can see if I want to. Dabble in the end game for the first time in 2022. <laughs> we'll keep you updated on that one. I'm gonna be firing now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe it was a maybe wasn't a wise decision there. So uh so yeah, we got Philadelphia and Milwaukee. Uh Sean apparently took the money line on that plus two twenty. So uh, hopefully that one comes home. So you you didn't even take it straight. No, parlayed with the Rockets. Holy baby. moly! Hey man, when you're right, be all the way right. I told you that. You parlayed a plus two twenty money money with a line plus four hundred. Why? Because I think the Rockets are gonna win tonight. Well, I hope they do. For Me your, too. Thank for you. Your sake. Okay, move on. I, I hope they do. Because wouldn't you be annoyed if you had a great call uh-huh. on the Philadelphia 76ers, assuming they hold on to this right here, and then let's say you know the Rockets cover. Well, wouldn't you? When you be a little bummed out? I put like a, a, I know, but still. a YOLO ticket in, you know, I often. Know. I know you do, but I. Doing pretty good at it this year, too. You look at one of those spreadsheets. You've hit a couple of those uh, those hockey parlays. So, I, I I'm I just. By the way, I don't know what's going on in Edmonton in the first period, but they're down 2-1. So, Puck Stradamus has the Oilers on the puck line. So, we have some work to do. You had your abs home last night. That was nice. I did. I, never in doubt, right? Yeah, never in doubt. Jeez. Empty netter. Helping you out there. Um, Joel Embiid, by the way, 29 points, 10 rebounds. He is your uh, favorite, obviously, to win the MVP. Giannis, uh, usually very efficient from the field uh, tonight. 16 points so far, seven boards, seven assists for Giannis. Seven of 16 from the field as the Bucks and uh, 76ers doing battle in Milwaukee tonight. That's the third quarter, right? Uh, yeah, end of the third quarter. Yeah. So closing minutes of the third quarter. We'll get that game here yeah. uh, momentarily. Um wouldn't I, that be great to bring that mega? You talking about CEO of the dog pound? Like I can really elevate over the next. I know you've been playing a lot of thirty days. You've been playing a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of favorites lately, so you needed a little dog yeah, pound. I'm no bet. good at that, so I'm much better as an underdog. Well, a favorite came home today. The Towson Tigers, baby. There we go. I did. I, I, like I, a, I had my first ever oh, little rocket uh, bet baby. on an app. I had Towson minus three. I think it was three and a half, maybe. Straight bet, and they won uh, comfortably. Won by 24. Man, that was a nice little lick. Oof. So I'm really playing with house money today. Mm. So mm. took a couple little shots after that. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I, I did. Uh, <laughs> so you remember last night I was talking about, I was like, all right, I got to figure out ways to, I want to lower the juice on Canada on the money line. All right. So I, I did. One with Villanova that comes home because Canada wins three to two. By the way, puck line, whew, that's a tough beat last night. Yes, if you had it was. that twelve seconds to go. And think United about States Canada score. had a goal that was uh, taken away from them. Yeah, but uh, and then I had another one to lower the juice. So I was like, all right, I got to do that again. I've got another hockey game coming up. 
8 o'clock. I got the Finns. They're minus 330 on the money line. I still like them on the puck line a little bit at minus 110. And I uh, I, I reached out to our guy, Jim Root, who's going to be sitting in okay. uh, for you tomorrow night. All right. And I'm like, give me some good money line plays. Some home home favorites are just going to take care of business. We don't have to worry about it. He's like, okay. He's like, uh, let's do Louisiana Tech and uh, Cal Riverside. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I got it in. I'm like, plus 114. Tweeted it out. I'm like, hey, have a little fun tonight. Should be a little three-leg parlay. Are we alive? Nope. Louisiana <laughs> Tech lost. <laughs> Nine-point favorite at home, Sean. They lost 63-60. to 60. They missed 14 free throws. They missed a three at the buzzer. And uh, they lost. They were 11 and two at home this year. So just for your mental health, <laughs> wouldn't you feel better if you had the dog money line? <laughs> no, because that's not the way I think. I mean, See, it's, I think the opposite. It's easy. It's easy to do that now. To say, hey, why if I'm going to risk, let's just say a hundred dollars. Let's just say a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm going to risk a hundred dollars on a three teamer. I rather be shooting for the moon than be trying to get back. 120, yeah, 130. A, I'd rather. And it's a different philosophy. To me, I'd rather make it. I try to. I, I'd like to bring it down. For me, my philosophy on money line parlays because uh, I don't really parlay all that much. Me right? either. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Not in football. Oh yeah, football. Yeah. But what I try to do is, I find a couple favorites that I think are at home. They're going to take care of business. Let's lower that juice. Essentially, make it around minus 110. So it's basically like your normal bet. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the way I was rolling. Well, obviously, so, you didn't talk to the UTEP miners. I did not. I uh, had other plans. The men that. of Rustin let me down tonight. So we had to, uh, but as uh, as I was texting with Jim, Jim feels bad. And it's not his fault. I'm a big boy. I made the bet myself. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, we're going gonna, gonna to be down for the counter. We're going to get back up off the mat. We're going to go Finland, USC, and UCLA. Here we go. The men of L.A. and the, and the Finns. Um, by the way, uh, breaking news just as we hit the airwaves. Anthony Davis out four weeks, uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, a mid-foot sprain. So they were able to come back last night, Sean, uh-huh. and beat the Utah Jazz. Right now, the Los Angeles Lakers, they sit in the ninth spot in the Western Conference. They are two and a half games clear of Portland, who apparently is red hot and unbeatable. Okay. And then they are four games clear of New Orleans to try to stay in just the uh, land of play-in. How big is this loss? Now, you have the All-Star break coming up, so tonight is the last night before the All-Star break. The Lakers are not playing, so you're headed into the All-Star break now. Mm -hmm. So that's about a week. So you're going to miss about three weeks of games there. Anthony Davis is. Um, hopefully health continues for LeBron. Uh, but the Lakers, I'm looking at their schedule right now, Sean. They don't return to action until next Friday. So they have a full week off. So four weeks off for Anthony Davis or four weeks out. One, he will be, you know, the all-star break. So you've got three weeks. You've got games in there, two against the Clippers, uh, you've got a game against New Orleans. You've got Golden State. You've got uh, Phoenix. You know, Houston's in there, so you should be able to win those games. Do the Lakers tread water enough to stay in the play-in? Realm? I'd have to look at the actual schedule. I'll give it to you right now. Okay. L.A., New Orleans, <clears throat> Dallas, all at home. At L.A., which is essentially home. So they don't go on the road for 
Yeah, but those are four teams. You don't go three on the, teams in four games that can beat them. Well, yeah. You yeah. don't go on the road until you go to San Antonio. It's five games pretty much at home. Then it's Golden State, San Antonio, Houston, Washington, Phoenix, and Toronto. And then AD should be getting close to getting ready to be back. It's going to be tricky. I don't think it matters. I just think because of the situation they're under, going to catch Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis. In the first round, I don't think they can be any of those three teams. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Keep you updated on all of the college basketball games that are unfolding in front of us. San Francisco up to. I need them to there miss. So I can end game it. <laughs> <laughs>
And by the way, just just for you wondering at home, as soon as Sean says, oh, St. Fran, St. Fran looks like the right side, uh, we got a 4-0 run and an and one for St. Well, Mary's. I'm, I'm hoping St. Mary's goes up by like I don't. three or four so I can get the end game. It's not my fault that you decided that you didn't get your bet in on time. I got it in. I was well prepared. I got it in last night. I doubled down this morning. And uh, I know you're, you know, you're in the new world of your app, but it's not my fault. Well, I don't want you cheering against me because then we fall behind. I, don't I, know. I know that when people listen and when people watch, they hear and see me and you. But it takes a whole village for this show to be of the quality that it is. So when I get here, I have to go in the back, say what's up to all my guys and girls. Let them see how their day is going, you know, make sure everything. You have cool. the app now. I know, but I lost track of time as I was, you know. From, from last night when I said. Checking up on my people. From last night when I said, bet San Francisco to. Well, I didn't get the app till today. Well, you, you, but you were at the counter in order to get the app. By the way, they're, they're losing right now. So. Good. I got to find the end game. This is when I wanted it. Because then I'll get a better number on, Saint, on uh, San Francisco. Mate, go in. Oh, shucks. Or San Francisco's the wrong side. We'll no, see. they're not the wrong side. All right. Um, Average 40 time on St. Mary's is five point forever. By the way, you're headed to Duke, Duke, Florida State. Charlotte, North Kakalaki. Going to say what's up to my Panther guys. Uh, I've got another high-end snobby cigar lounge that I uh, frequent there. And uh, then Saturday, we're going to drive down to Durham. Me and one of my good friends who's from St. Pete but now lives in Charlotte. We're going to go check a little Duke, Florida State out. Come on back, put a little food on the grill. There you go. Yeah, and hang out a little bit. Nice. What time yeah, is it? I'll be back six, Sunday. Six o'clock Eastern? Is that is it a night game? I don't even know. I think it's a day game. Okay. So there you go. And then uh for all of you that, that watch the night cat religiously, me and Tim next week on Monday and Tuesday, we'll be doing follow the money mm-hmm. from seven to ten Pacific time, AM. So uh I get back Sunday. I'll get prepped for the morning show. Well, four to seven AM Pacific, seven to ten. Right, four to Eastern. seven. Right, right. Seven to ten Eastern. I'm yeah. tripping. Um, by so, the way, that uh, make is. Make sure you shoot me a reminder. Text. That is a. That, yeah, I don't want you showing up at 7 a.m. Pacific. I'd be like, ah, the show's <laughs> over, Sean. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Um, yeah, Duke and Florida State, 6 o'clock Eastern. Okay. So that's about what, two hour drive from yeah, Charlotte yeah, to Durham? Yeah. Not too bad. Um, what if Coach K doesn't coach? I think he will. The sounds of it was. Such a downer if he doesn't. But I mean, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. It's the new era. John Shire come next year. He's going to be. Uh, He's going to be coaching. By the way, Aaron, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Tonight is the uh, anniversary of the uh, the infamous Steve Blake steal, right, at midcourt of of Jay Williams. Hey, why you got to bring up that? Well, you, you always rag on his turf, so I had to give him a little love. Justifiably so. They did win the title that year. I mean, come on, man. The only team in the conference Ooh. wish they could give back. What you, wait, what? The only team in the conference wish they could give back. Like, what have they brought to the Big Ten? They're bad in football. They're bad in basketball. I mean, come on. You know they won the Big Ten the year of COVID, right? In basketball. It doesn't count. Yeah. I'm just. It doesn't count. I'm just a news anchor. I just I just deliver the facts. So, uh, yeah, they did do it. They did do I don't that. even know if that's accurate or not, but no, it is what it is. Aaron, thank you. It is. All right. Um, I know you haven't really fully – jumped into the NFL draft, but you know, it, it's, it's mock draft season. We're going to talk to Andrew Friedman uh, coming up in just a little bit. We had Andrew on the show, or excuse mm-hmm. me, Matthew, I beg your pardon, uh, Matthew Friedman. And uh, 
He joined the show before the Super Bowl. He's really good on props. He's also big on the NFL draft. And, you know, we're starting to, to see now, you know, different spots across the country come out with odds. And, and really, Sean, all we've got out there right now is number one overall pick. And the different mock drafts that come out, they move the market. And here is uh, DraftKings, for instance. Their odds yesterday, Sean, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan was the favorite at plus 160. As of today at DraftKings, you have a new favorite, and that would be Alabama offensive tackle Evan Neal at plus 150. The fascinating part about all of this is I do wish that, was it, a, I'll say a couple weeks ago, goal? Yep, Oilers. There you go. 3-2 now. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about this. Evan Neal was around 8-1. to one. And shortly thereafter, his odds shrunk. Then we have the, the tackle from NC State at plus 550. Malik Willis, he's at 35-1. to one. And you've got Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi State, also at 35-1. to one. Not necessarily saying if you need to put if people should put in a bet now, but we've had the, the senior bowl, but the majority of these guys outside of Willis Willis didn't, play in didn't go to the Senior Bowl. Right. So how big is the combine when it comes to players catapulting up the draft boards, maybe being the number one pick? Is it, I mean, obviously it all, it all is in the hands of the Jaguars. What are they going to do, right? They drafted Trevor Lawrence last year. They've got some defensive talent. We, you know, we saw that defense hold the Bills to nine points, or sorry, six points in a game this year. So if you're Doug Peterson and you're Trent Baalke, right, and you just watched the Super Bowl and watched, you know, uh, Joe Burrow get hammered, are you thinking, man, we got to go, we got to go offensive tackle here? Well, I think what it comes down to is, and I have not watched film yet, right. Evan Neal. So first of all, can Evan Neal play tackle in the NFL? That's the first thing I will look at once I get to the offensive lineman. Because regardless of what position you played in college, sometimes that body type, it may say you didn't have enough length, you know, to really be a tackle. And then sometimes you have a all-world specimen like Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs, if you meet him, looks like a guard. Right. But he started every game as a rookie at right tackle for the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bucks, and was all pro in year two. So, obviously, he made the transition. So, first thing I have to do is look at Evan. What are his movements like? What kind of athlete does he look like? How strong is he at the point of attack? From a uh, technical standpoint, is he a technician? You know, does he look like he has a high football IQ versus pressure? Like, a lot of things go into that. But I'll be honest, on the surface, I think this is a terrible year to have a number one pick. Terrible. For one, I don't think there's separation at the top. Like, I don't think, like, there's – a transcendent talent that everybody says is a can't miss, which if you got the number one pick and you happen to be in that year, Mm -hmm. cool. I think when you look at Hutchinson, Neal, Thibodeau, like these guys are talented. They're good, but all of them have like some deficiency. And again, I haven't done a deep dive on any of the offensive linemen, but the fact that I've talked to people already and I've gotten different answers about, Evan Neal's ceiling. Right. You know, so I don't think people are looking at him necessarily like he's, you know, the next coming of, you know, a a 15-year 
starter, 12 years in the Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, he's a good player. And the quarterbacks who I have studied still have some more to do, but none of them jump off the screen and can't miss. Like, they all have, like, a specific skill set or elite traits at certain times, but none of them are consistently accurate throwing the football. None of them show consistent pocket awareness. You know, none of them had consistent sophomore, junior, senior year tape. You know, it's kind of like Malik Willis was better last year than he was this year. Kenny Pickett was better this year, you know, than he was last year. So it kind of jumps around. So we'll see. But, again, I I wouldn't want the number one pick this year because I don't think there's anybody that somebody would give me a lot to trade up to get. And although I think we're going to get a solid player, I don't think we're going to transcend it one. Well, we'll keep talking some NFL draft. Is there any value when you look at the top of that draft market? We'll talk to Matthew Freeman on the other side. It's the Nightcap here on Beeson. This is the Nightcap on Beeson, the sports betting network. VEASAN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th. For only $29, sign up now and and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcin.com slash madness. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. As expected, because this is what happens in the NBA, the Bucks and Sixers now tied at 106 <laughs> in the fourth quarter out in uh, out in Milwaukee. Actually, uh, it looks like Joel Embiid was fouled, and he's at the line to try to complete a three-point play. He's got 35 points on the night, and he's got 36 as the Sixers now make it a 109-106 lead. Here in town, uh, but uh, dealing with a little uh, little, uh, little food poisoning, so he's just calling us from his hotel room. That is Matthew Freeman, joined us last week from uh, FTN at Matt F. The Oracle on Twitter. And, you know, last week we break down all the props with you, and there's no rest for the weary, Matt, because right now we head right back to the NFL draft. And uh, I love the NFL draft. I love betting the NFL draft. It's uh, You're getting more and more offerings uh, as we go. You know, before we jump into your mock draft, which we've, you know, we've, we've got for, for the listeners to take a look at, um, what is your normal philosophy when it comes to betting the NFL draft? What's your, what's your strategy normally when it comes to betting the NFL draft? It's great to be on the show, by the way. If anyone in Vegas says they have food poisoning, 98% chance they are lying, right? But for me, it actually is true. <laughs> let's, get to, let's, let's get to the mock draft. You know, my, my philosophy, it's, it's evolved a little bit. I've been obsessed with the mock draft for, uh, or just the NFL draft for years. I think it's always fun to think about what teams will do. And my general approach the past few years has been to go heavy pretty early on, uh, you know, for a couple of reasons. One, I think that the books tend to be 
a little more inaccurate relative to the mock drafters that are out there, like the really sharp mock drafters. You know, once they release the line, the mocks tend to have a better sense of where guys will go than the bookmakers, and that makes sense. The guys who are doing mock drafts, I mean, they're degenerates. They're obsessed with this stuff. I mean, they they have uh, they have ends, uh, they have sources, and you know, the bookmakers they're just looking to put lines out there. And so, I think it tends to make sense to bet you know fairly early on in the process when lines are out there. And plus, you know, the markets tend towards efficiency. So, you know, if a line is out there. Bet it early because it's probably not going to be as good of a line as the one you'll get later. So I, I like to go heavy early on, uh, and then you know as as the uh, the market kind of matures, I scale back a little bit. But the day of the draft, you also tend to have some value because you have wild rumors going back and forth. You know, something of a two pronged approach: go heavy early, and then you know rest a bit, and then go a little bit heavier the day of. We're talking to Matt Freeman. Uh, check out his uh, latest uh, mock draft. I have it up right here on my on my screen, ftnfantasy.com. Uh, and then you can check out uh, all of Matthew's articles. So your latest mock uh, has Aiden Hutchinson going one to Jacksonville, Kayvon Thibodeau going two to Detroit, and then you've got Evan Neal at three to Houston, the Jets taking the tackle from uh, NC State, and uh, Charles Cross, the uh, tackle uh, out of uh, Mississippi State, uh, rounding it out uh, at number five. When you look at some of the the markets that are out there, uh, Matthew, uh, when it's you know DraftKings or uh, really you know mainly DraftKings, do you see anything with the number one pick uh, that is intriguing to you, uh, or is it too early right now to uh, to fire away on the number one pick? I, I have some leans. I haven't bet it yet, but if I had to bet it now, and I'll just kind of take a step back and say, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau for a long time, you know, entering college, he was a highly rated recruit. I think he had a fantastic career at Oregon, did nothing to, to make you think he can't be a top flight edge rusher in the NFL, but his draft stock has decreased a little bit recently, but he could tear up the combine and his draft stock could soar up. So he's six to one right now to go number one. I haven't bet it yet because I think that number will get a little bit longer before we get to the combine. And then maybe you bet it right before that if you're a Thibodeau fan. And if you think that the Jags specifically are going to be looking edge rusher versus offensive tackle. If you think, however, that they want to go with a tackle to protect the quarterback they drafted last year, a lot of people like Evan Neal is the number one tackle in the class. I think he is the number one tackle, but I think it's really close, really close with a Kim Aquanu, an absolute monster on the edge. So I, I, I think that there's some value right now. He's eight to one at FanDuel. I haven't bet it yet because I think that number will also get a little bit longer as Evan Neal's hype increases. But if I had to look outside of the quarterback position, those would be the two guys. And then I will say Malik Willis, really flashed at the senior bowl. He's starting to get some hype at number two with the lions. And there are some whispers that a team, maybe the lions will actually think about trading up to number one to get him. You can get him at 50 to one right now. at Fox bet. I haven't bet that either because I just don't believe ultimately a team is going to trade up to number one for a quarterback and a quarterback class. That's really weak, but those are my thoughts right now for the number one pick. Well, I, I know who's praying that somebody falls in love with Malik Willis. It have to be the Jacksonville, you know, organization, right? 
You know, yeah. I know Evan Neal, you mentioned he's the number one tackle in this class. And, yeah, we love Kayvon Thibodeau. I think he's ultimately going to be the number one pick, by the way, Matthew, because I think he's a guy that's going to be different from a testing standpoint, how fast he runs, how high he jumps. And then once people see that in person and go back and look at his tape, I think ultimately that upside is going to catapult him back ahead of Hutchinson. But Jacksonville has to be praying that somebody would trade up to one, right? Because this seems to be a draft where we don't have like a marquee, no-brainer, can't-miss guy. Am I wrong in, in, in feeling like that? Oh, I, I think you're absolutely right. This is a meat and potatoes draft. I mean, you look at the guys I have going in the top five, two edge rushers and three offensive tackles. I mean, fellas, where, where are the quarterbacks in this class? You know, it's between Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, I think, to be the number one quarterback taken, but not one of the quarterbacks with a decent chance of going in the first round this year would have been ranked ahead of all five of the quarterbacks who went in the first round in last year's class. Like, this is just not the kind of year where you're going to want a quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, it would be great for the Jags if someone happens to fall in love with one of these quarterbacks and think, hey, let's trade up to get him. And also, I mean, you mentioned it right there. I don't think there's much of a difference between Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson in terms of how they might perform in the NFL. The same thing with Evan Neal and Ken Aquanu. I don't think there's much of a difference between those guys. So if you're the Jags and you can move down from number one to number four, you still might get the player that you actually like the most. So I guess my, so my next question is, Kyle Hamilton, let's just use him as the example for this particular question. When he was playing, he looked like, a difference maker. Like, he looked like a transcendent talent. Like, that guy, regardless of the fact that he plays safety, just looks different than everyone else. Because of injury, I think his buzz kind of died a little bit because he didn't play the second half of a season. But if not Kyle Hamilton, is there a name uh, of someone else who people aren't talking about right now who, if he really aces the next two and a half months, could could end up being in that top selection or, or top three? You know, top three, man, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, you mentioned, yeah, I mean, that guy, he's got a Derwin James type of skill set in that, you know, he's a uh, safety, but it feels like he can do it all. And uh, I don't think there's another guy like him. This is a, a class that is really just bereft of playmakers. One guy I will say, I don't see him going in the top three, but I think his draft stock really could shoot up is Trayvon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a young guy. He's got prototypical size, six foot, 325 pounds, dominated in the SEC. You know, actually was even decent running the ball out of the backfield. If he tests well at the combine, I could see how he jumps into the top eight. But I still don't think there's anyone that we think of right now, like outside of the, the top eight, top ten, who really has a chance of catapulting into the top three. Talking once again to Matthew Freeman uh, at Matt F. The Oracle on Twitter. Uh, yeah, so we'll, before we let you run, uh, what is normally, we got about 30 seconds, maybe that first bet that you look for. Right now it's first pick. I think it's such a crapshoot. I have a 75-1 to 1 on Malik Willis. That was just a flyer. Maybe someone trades up. Uh, you know, wasn't a massive bet. Uh, but what is normally that those first kind of props that you look at uh, with uh, here in the final 30 seconds? Yeah, I like that one. I will say FanDuel, uh, hats it to them. They have already put a prop out there for the number one quarterback yep. drafted. I think there's value on Malik Willis right now at plus 200 to be the number one quarterback drafted. That's what I've bet so far. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with all the buzz 
uh, that he has. Uh, we will see. Hey, Matt, appreciate it, man. Hopefully uh, you feel better soon yeah, man, uh, well, here brother. in Vegas. Thanks, fellas. Next time I'm in town, I will be in the studio, and I won't have what I had last night. <laughs> there you go. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at MattFTheOracle. It is the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are just another way. Here at vcin, we are here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on vcin. We'll go behind the counter, talk to Johnny Avello, top of the hour. Uh, got a great game going on in Milwaukee right now. Yes, we do. Sixers leading 118 to 116. Let's over, go, Philly. Over the Bucks. Uh, Joel and B just, uh, just made a free throw. So this is. Quite a uh, quite a performance um, uh, in this game, uh, and Giannis trying to. Uh, ooh, Giannis ooh, yes, turnover. yes, yes. <laughs> Somebody has 76ers money line tonight. CEO of the dog pound. <laughs> yeah, we ain't barking in a while. Let's see if we can keep barking. Well, you need you. Now nah, we gotta get this home. You need first. to get this first. See, when you go to the vet, it's one animal at a time. You might have a couple in there, but you you gotta get one home first. Yeah. So we're we're at the at the end of this game. Ah, don't give him a free look now. Oh yeah. There you go. Milwaukee's making some uncharacteristic mistakes. We'll take it. Joel Embiid has forty tonight uh, in a showdown of two of the th- or two of the three uh, favorites to win NBA MVP with Joel Embiid and Giannis. Uh, Nikola Jokic obviously uh, also in the mix there. Joel Embiid is the favorite to uh, bring home the award. We'll talk to uh, JVT later on in the show. We'll get his thoughts uh, if he sees any value in uh, DeMar DeRozan, who's been red hot. Uh, he's been on fire. Set a record yesterday for most consecutive games, or tying Wilt Chamberlain, most consecutive games, over 35 points. 
and shooting over 50%. I mean, DeMar DeRozan really is a throwback player. He doesn't shoot threes. He's a mid-range jump shooter. Um, as we watch this one unfold, a minute to go. Philadelphia and Milwaukee. Philly's and- up two. Play defense. Good D. That is good D. Drew good Holiday. D. Drew Holiday. You know what's interesting foul. about the whole uh, DeMar DeRozan thing? Is I know the Toronto fan base and the San Antonio fan base are like, where in the world was this? Well, I would say this. Toronto saw it a bunch during the regular season. It just never came, and, came to fruition in the postseason, yeah. which we don't know if it will in Chicago. So, and San Francisco will go into the locker room down five. So, good job, San Francisco. But we'll see. I mean, and I think the fact that they've been injured so much, talking about the Chicago Bulls, as uh, Tim was asking about DeMar DeRozan and his potential to be NBA MVP, a lot of this has been because of their injuries. You know, guys, Alonzo Ball has been out. Um, what's the guy's name that came from uh, the Lakers that wears the headband? Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso has been out. Yeah, he got out. hurt by your guy, Grayson Allen. Zach Levine has been out. So, DeMar's kind of had to carry the load. And, you know, if he can continue this once they get everybody back, I mean, those are some major complimentary pieces. You know, the Bulls might be a team. I don't know if DeMar can win – NBA MVP, because I really think James... He's been moving, though. I know, but I just think the way Joel Embiid is playing, unless he gets hurt, mm-hmm. especially after they add James Harden, gives him even more firepower, I mean, they're going to get a big fella, his roses, because of his injury history. He's going to deserve it, but they're also going to feel like, well, he stayed healthy, so we got to reward him now, because who knows if, you know, that's sustainable. But the Bulls are dangerous. The whole East, man. I mean, because they have a Vucevic at center. Yeah. You know, they have some pieces, like some really good pieces, man. You look at the Eastern Conference right now, the Philadelphia 76ers are fifth. The Boston Celtics winners, uh, they lost tonight, but they had been winners of, was it nine in a row, or yeah. they lost last night, so they've been figuring things out. And don't ever forget They're this. sitting in the sixth spot. The Brooklyn Nets, by the way, as of right now, yeah, if they beat of, me, they beat me. Because of all the injuries, they're sitting at eight. So yeah, if they beat me, they beat me. Like I don't even consider them as a threat this year. But think about from a just a defensive standpoint alone, what At and Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso will do for the Bulls in the playoffs. Like two guys that can really defend, that want to defend, put pressure on the basketball, make it difficult for teams to get in sets. The Bulls have two legitimate all-star caliber scores in DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. They got a big in Vucevic that can knock down the Jade, that has a back-to-the-basket game. I mean, you start looking at this team, like they have some really, really dynamic pieces. Now, there's an inexperience that exists, mm-hmm. especially as a unit. But, I mean, if you're going to believe in John Morant and Memphis, which I do, then I think the Bulls are kind of the Eastern version of the Grizzlies. You know, a team that... If they're in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference Finals, I wouldn't blink. Well, I mean, look at last year. Now, I, the East is certainly deeper but this Phoenix year. Phoenix was like, nobody expected Phoenix to do that last year. Well, I'll year. just say the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, no one expected Phoenix there last year, but <clears throat> no one expected the Hawks to get to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So, um, like you said, would it be stunning if you saw the Chicago Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals? I don't think so. Um, right now, if you want to look at uh, – Eastern Conference futures. You can get the Bulls 16 to one, at sixteen right? to one. I think feel like that's a flyer. I'd rather have the Bulls than the Heat. Well, you're getting much better odds, right? I mean, if they were, if the odds were equal, I would certainly. As I take project the heat. to what the teams look like in the playoffs, I don't get caught up in the Heat and their bubble run. 
because I just think that organization under uh, Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley is so efficient and disciplined that they were going to excel, you know, in that kind of scenario. But in a regular setting where guys get to go home and kind of do their normal thing, you know, at the end of the game, I mean, uh, who did he go into? I mean, Jimmy Butler's not the closer. Probably. I mean, is. Bam, I'm just talking about his, he's been in the league a long time. He's a really, really good player, but I think he's a better two or three than he is a one. Like, that's what I worry about with the Heat. Who's their one? Bam can't shoot. I mean, Tyler Hero is having a great year off the bench, but it's just playing offense. Them playing the defense. They got the kid from Michigan. I mean, he can shoot the lights out, but, I mean, he's not going to be at the top of the key, you know, down two, you know, you know, under five seconds, and you're feeling like he can create his own shot. So, you know, I do think end of the game is going to be an issue for the Heat. I think the Bulls, on the other hand, DeMar DeRozan has been an all-star for a long time. You know, he kind of had a lot of, like you said, regular season success in Toronto, Failed in the playoffs, went to San Antonio, never really had a supporting cast. Now he gets another chance, and with the way he's playing, I just I, I'd rather have the Bulls on a future ticket than the Heat. Now I said that because I think the Bucks and 76ers, if you play the Eastern Conference playoffs out ten times, they're probably going to be there six or seven. But I mean, once again, it comes down to seeding. They right. might meet in the Eastern Conference. That's what I'm saying. So the Bulls to me are the flyer. I don't even count the Nets. The best thing about the Nets is they're just taking money. They the media like the Lakers last year. You know, everybody just kept, yeah, oh, the fair. Lakers going to figure it out. Yeah, they're going to get it. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen for the Nets this year. Real quickly, some news to pass across. Uh, game coming up. Top of the hour in college basketball. UCLA is hosting Washington State. Let's go, Wazoo. And this line has dropped to eight and a half Ooh. because Tiger Campbell is out Ooh. due to violation of team rules. Ooh. So, Tiger Campbell averaging about 12 and a half points per game. He is out tonight. For UCLA Bruins at home at Pauley Pavilion. Uh, the line was 10 down to eight and a half right now for the Bruins. Guess who has Washington State money line tonight? Why? Because I think they're going to win. I bet Washington State the other night and you told me, well, they haven't beat anybody. Dug a little bit. Looked a little deeper. See, sometimes you look at the cover of the book and you're like, I'm not going to like that. Yeah. And when you start reading a little you didn't bit. dig for anything. You just said, eh. I'll take a little flyer on a late night money line. You know how I feel about UCLA too. You know, I think they're very erratic. You think everyone sucks in college basketball? It's not true. Yes, you do. No, I think Auburn's really darn okay. good. Okay, they're the number two team. I think in the Duke country. is really darn good outside of Jeremy Top Roach. Top ten. Okay. Yeah. I think Kentucky, even though they have a couple no shows, is really good. Okay. I think come tournament time, Kansas is going to be a team that you have to have. Okay, they're all top ten teams. Yep, Gonzaga is the Nets. They're just going to take money, but they're no threat to win it all this year. Purdue the same way. I, I mean, I agree more so with Purdue than yeah. I do with Gonzaga. The Gonzaga, the the silliness around Gonzaga was like, well, you know, they don't play anybody. Do you know who's been to six straight Sweet 16s outside of Gonzaga in six consecutive years? Who? No one. Yeah, but the path to get there is generally a lot easier. So I just. I, I would say your Blue Devils usually get the benefit of the doubt, the too. The ACC is. In the NCAA tournament? I'm talking about, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Once you get to the field of 68, there's no easy path. You get what you're given. And there's been one team who's been the Sweet 16 in six consecutive years. They've made the Elite Eight in four of those six years. You know how many teams have done that? Well, Other here, than Gonzaga? Here's what I like about all that. Nobody. Past success is people are going to bet them thinking that it's going to happen this year, and it's not. I think they'll be in the Final Four. I don't. Cigar bet that. All right. Cigar bet. Cool. 
Sweet. I get good odds. All right. It's the nightcap. We'll go behind the counter. Talk to Johnny Avello from DraftKings Sportsbook. Get the latest on all of their happenings. They got a ton of offerings all around. We'll chat with him next. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh, 